Hey everyone, welcome back to Beauty School Bobby. Today we are here at the Redken Exchange in New York City and we are so excited to be partnering with L'Oreal Access and LEAD. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you do, leave a like. So first of all, I'm so excited to meet you. Um, once it's a pleasure to meet you. you watch my shows, you're gonna be like, wow, I really calmed her down because you are like such a calming energy. Like I feel like I feel like, do you guys hear me being way more calm right now? <laughs> The boys are like, who is this? You have such a calming, amazing energy about you. Like Thank the you. second you came in, like it's, it's magnetic for sure. Thank so you. super important and special to the industry. So I want you to tell me kind of where this all started. When was the first moment that you remember being exposed to the beauty industry? Um, geez. Wow. Um, I would say that I was exposed to the beauty industry First, from my mom and dad, you know, my both my parents are both hairstylists and, um, you know, born and raised in uh, Brooklyn or well, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. I live now in Brooklyn, New York, uh, but uh, my parents were they had a salon and they both worked in the salon. So my mom did my mom did a lot of the color technical things. My dad did a lot of cutting, styling and things like that. But, um, you know, back then you didn't, there were no nannies. Mm -hmm. So there was nobody to, to take care of us. So we, um, so my twin brother and I, um, went to work with my parents. And so we swept up and we got quarters and, you know, we, we would fold towels and we would eventually, uh, we were shampooing. And I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun. You know, and next thing I know, I was like, I had like a hot stove iron I was <laughs> playing with. And uh, I learned all the things not to do uh, with a hot stove iron. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you got to explore. So oh, I'm yeah. sure everyone that came in like loved you guys and like loved seeing you grow up. I think that's such a special part. Was the clientele um, at that time, was it like neighborhood community based oh, yeah. more? Like it's, you know, this is the person like th these are just the people that you go to. It was kind of yeah. like you knew everyone in the neighborhood. Absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely. It was it was completely neighborhoody. And it was like, you know, people that, that, that came to the salons were, honestly, they, they lived like two or three blocks away. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, they were there. Yeah. You know, um, if anybody drove in, it was like, ooh, they're fancy. Yeah. <laughs> they brought a car here. They're That's fancy. Nice. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, but really, truly, it was about people that just were right there. Yeah. And, um. Uh, my father and my mother doesn't, doesn't do hair anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, my father um, just retired actually last month. So cool. And you yeah. said at 87, He's right? 87 years old. That's insane. I mean, it's so 87 wild. 87 years old. So I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a little longer to go. Okay? <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. So with so. their shop, was it always like, was it always in the same was it always in the same place? Have they moved locations? Like where he, when he retired, where did he retire from? Yeah. Well, his shop, I mean, he moved it, but it was, um, he moved one shop to the, to the next. And, and um, um, anywhere from Baltimore knows North Avenue, right? North Ave is, it's a main drag mm -hmm. in, uh, in Baltimore. And my dad's salon now is on North Avenue. 
where it wasn't before, but he want, always wanted to be there. Yeah. Because it's it's kind of like Fifth Avenue. Yeah, it's known. Like, it's yeah. a big deal to be there. Do yeah. you um, remember, like, talking to him about, like, when he would come home from work? Um, do you remember talking to him? Did he ever come home and talk about his day, like his whatever, or was it switched into dad mode when he got home? Uh, it was, it, it was, it was a little bit of both. Okay. Um, he, um, he would definitely talk about his day. Uh, he would hand me, hand me and my brother, Sean, uh, a bag full of towels that were dirty. <laughs> you had work to do when he got well, home. <laughs> when he got home, we had stuff to do. So we had to like, we had to like wash these towels, dry them, fold oh. them, and have them ready for him to take back. You know, so we were his laundry service. So cool. Um, so, but he he would definitely talk about, you know, not this not this tough part of his day, mm-hmm. but he always would share like the the highlights. I love that, if you will. Yeah, and I I, I appreciated that. Yeah, because he could have said. I had this client that did this, said that, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. Yeah. He only said, you know, here's what I, I, I did this and I loved it. I did that and I loved it. This mm-hmm. worked out great and so-and-so left and it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, so that was always, I was like, wow, this is an amazing industry. Yeah. You didn't see a downside to it. Like you didn't see a, a bad side to it. Did you see that it was going to be hard work? Like, did you see, oh, like when you thought about what your parents were doing, like, did you think about this is not an easy career? This is not an easy job. Oh, like, okay. 100%. This yeah. is not an easy career. Right. Yeah. This is not <laughs> in something that you just go, oh, I'll just float into it. And, and yeah. it's going to be great. I'll be a millionaire in three years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you actually uh, had a really realistic perspective of it, actually, which is really rare. Yeah. Um, you really came into it in a different way. So that's super interesting, actually, because yeah. you had a way, like, you were so realistic about it. You knew exactly what was going to happen. Is owning your own salon now, did they get to come see it? Do your parents, have they been? My parents have seen my salons. Okay. And um, they're, my dad was really proud. My mother is is extremely proud in fact she like when she comes to new york to visit she uh always goes she always comes and gets her hair done so she's like this is my son's salon oh it makes me just i just have the mic sorry it just makes me (laughs) go whoa you know my aunt who's her twin oh wow okay yeah there's (laughs) There's, there's a set, there's three sets of twins. Wow. So we're the, my brother and I are the third set of twins. My mom and her, and my aunt, they are the second set of twins. And the first set of twins is a boy and a girl. So we're the third in a row. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. My wife was nervous. Yeah. (laughs) When she got pregnant, she was like, "Mm -mm." she was nervous. (laughs) She was like, dude. Is your brother in this industry? Uh, my older brother, Mazay, oh. is. Uh, he actually works for L'Oreal Professional. Oh, awesome. But, okay. Um, my, um, uh, my sister, my little sister, is, uh, is a hairdresser. She's badass. Yeah. She's so good. Where is she at? She's in Maryland. Okay. She's in uh, Westminster, Maryland, outside of Baltimore. And yeah. she's, uh, she's badass. She's so, she, she's good. She's better than me. <laughs> 
Wait, I, I, I tell Barry, like, go see her. That's awesome. She's badass. Yeah. And uh, she's amazing. Um, my mom, my dad, um, my brother, twin brother, did not do hair. Okay. He was like, he went for one year and he was like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you officially come into the beauty industry as far as going to beauty school? I know that you've had um, a lot of experience prior to actually getting licensed, but when <laughs> did you go to beauty school and what did that, what did that experience look like for you? So um, I've been doing hair for 30 years legally, <laughs> um, legally. And um, prior to that, I did a lot of hair. Like I asked my parents for like clippers, like hair clippers and, yeah. you know, trimmers and stuff for Christmas. And they, these idiots gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, okay. I was like, what? So I started practicing cutting my own hair. And then I, I played football and lacrosse okay. in high school and the college. And um, so I, I cut everybody on the team's hair. Yeah. That, that's what I did. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know. So you had more money than anybody. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. We were broke. We were so poor. We were so broke. But when you were starting your own thing, like, I love to hear when people are like, I was the one that was doing all of this. Like, I was oh, the yeah, one yeah. that was actually, like, Listen, getting that. check this out. No lie. I paid for college through hair. That's amazing. I left college with zero debt. That's unbelievable. Like that is so zero crazy. Debt. Like people don't like realize that. Like people don't talk about that enough. Like I think that's so cool. So how did you, where did you go to college? I went to Towson University. Okay. And what did you major in? But business. Okay. So yeah. you had that background. Yeah. And so I like, I actually, I actually was a, I was, I, I went to beauty school for two years and when I left high school, like I planned this. Okay. I'll back up again. But I planned this in eighth grade. That sounds weird. <laughs> sounds really, really, really weird. But I planned that my plan, my career, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so when I was, when I started my freshman year in high school, I already had all the classes that I need to take. Uh, my sophomore year, I had that planned out, but I knew I wanted to learn something about the hair industry because I loved it mm -hmm. and my parents loved it. And I, I, I was like, why wouldn't I? You know, so I, I started um, my freshman year. I took only the things that I need to take. I took my sophomore year, only things they need to take. So when I was in my junior year, my 11th grade, I was ready to graduate. I, I successfully did all the stuff. Mm -hmm. What that allowed me to do was to go to a vocational school at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was still earning high school credits, but I also went to a vocational school where I learned hair. And so I was, so when I graduated high school, my senior year, I also graduated as a professional hairdresser. Okay. So you already got that license like before you yeah. even graduated. That's amazing. I planned it. Yeah. I planned it and I worked the plan. 
And then what happened is um, when I went to college, when I went to Towson for, uh, for business, um, it was boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing, nothing against business. It was just, it was boring to me. Yeah. And I was used to something that was very creative and yeah. know, expressive and things like that. And so when I went to college, I met, it was weird, but I met a fraternity. I met a bunch of dudes that were in a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, and I didn't pay to live on campus. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, man, I, they were like, I was like, dude, you guys want haircuts? <laughs> you guys want you guys want to get shaped? You want to get like cleaned up? And they were like, "Yeah." I was like, "How often?" They're like, "All the time, every week." Done. I'm a professional hairdresser. I'm a barber. <laughs> They're like, "What?" They were. They said, "Here was the offer. If you will cut our hair anytime we want, you can stay here." Wait, you what? You live here. Are you serious? Yeah. So you did it? I did. So you lived in a frat house I cutting lived hair? I in a frat house cutting hair. That is unreal. No joke. What? That is insane. No Wait, joke. How, how long did you do this? Did you do it all four, four years? Four years. You did all four years? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. For I four years I did this. that. Wow. And check it out. Guess what they did? They introduced me to the sororities. Yep. <laughs> so the sororities wanted highlights and they wanted their, they wanted like haircuts and trends and blowouts. Done. Cash money. What? I paid, I saved every single dollar and that's how I paid for college. That is so amazing. Like I absolutely love that. That is so cool. Like to use the thing that you love, to yeah. use the thing that you're passionate about, yeah. like opening those doors to get you to exactly like what you needed to be. Like that's so awesome. And what it also gave me was practice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean. I'm not sure if everything was awesome, <laughs> but. I did it. That's amazing. And they were okay with it. Yeah. So I did it. And it was, hey. Yeah. I love I that. Like, we hey. need to find some of those pictures. Hey, y'all. <laughs> we need, I, I want to see some of these looks. <laughs> <laughs> well. You got to have something. Oh, like, I definitely have them. I, just, I don't it. know. I don't know. But they were, they were, um, they were so cool. I remember this girl, um, Jackie Fox. And she was like this, uh, she was a sorority girl and she was like kind of a crush. Mm-hmm. And she was the first per- person that was like, you, you'll do, you'll do my haircut and give me like highlights. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that was my, that was my, that was your end. That was my end, <laughs> you know? And so Jackie was like, girls, he'll do your hair. So I would sit in the quad and these girls would bring money. Oh my gosh. And, and I, did hair. That's so cool. I love that. I think that's awesome. I do want to ask you though, why, what was it that made you, like, was getting a degree, going to business school, was it something you felt like you needed to do? Did you think that like, yeah. did you do it for, to understand that you're going to have a salon someday and I want to make sure I'm like educated and mm. what I need to do to run my business? Or was it more like, I've got my hair 
I've got my license, but I'm going to need to do more. Like, what was that decision process for you? You know, it was, I was the first person in my family to go to college. Okay. So I had to. Yeah. My, um, my, my dad never went to college. My, my, my mom had a scholarship, but she went for a little bit and, um, no one that was a king went to college. So I wanted so, to go to college. Yeah. That's awesome. I love so, that. And uh, you still did it like your way. Like, that's what I think is yeah, so awesome. Way. Was like, it was the only way I knew. Yeah. <laughs> like you still made it work for you. And yeah. so like hair was such a part of that. And I think like that's the beautiful part of that story is that like, it wasn't that I'm going to quit doing hair and I'm going to go oh, to no. school. I'm no. going to dedicate four years to go into traditional college and whatever. I'm going to go into that path. Like, I think it's really awesome that yeah. you kept true to yourself and yeah. true to like the thing that's making you happy. So you graduate from college, yeah. um, which is incredible. Um, that's awesome. So you did it. Um, <laughs> and then what, how long in between you graduating before you opened up um, your salon? Were you working? I was working. Okay. At the same time. Okay. So I was working throughout. Okay. Um, you know, like I, I started working in a salon the, like a week after like graduating. Okay. So I was, I was eager to work and happy to work and get down to it. And like my family is, uh, they have, just have a work ethic that's very, very high, mm -hmm. you know, so, um, I'm not afraid of work. Yeah. You know, it's just what we do. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was like, let's go. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's go. And so how long, like, how did that path, like, lead you into salon ownership? Um, you know what? It's been a minute. You know, I, um, my wife and I, she, my wife, like I said, she's brilliant. Mm -hmm. She's absolutely, she's a, and gorgeous. She's a she's like she's gorgeous. Both. She's a killer. <laughs> and she's, uh, she's, um, brilliant. And she has her master's in business and, um, she actually operate like I'll give you all this and yeah. answer your question. Okay. I love it. She, um, her and I met at work. She was, she was an education manager. I was an artistic director for a large change okay. chain of salons, um, which was like, there was like 800 salons. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there were regions, different regions. And she, uh, was the, she was the education manager for one of the regions. And, um, she didn't like me. <laughs> Wait, why do you say that? She did, like, she did not like me. I, cause I felt it. That's why cause I felt it. I knew she was like, dude, I don't, she said it to my face. I don't like you. And I was like, that's, that's how you knew is when she told you that she didn't. That's what I knew. She was like, she told me to do a thing. I, like, like I wasn't you. sure, but then she said it. She said that's it. what I knew. And I was like, Oh, Oh. So I was like, I was like, we got to get along, lady. And um, so uh, I asked her to go to dinner. Let's just talk. Let's just try and be friends. Yeah. Right. And um, uh, it was a long time, but she was dating people. I was uh, whatever. And um, and um, I was like, let's just try and be friends. 9-11 happened, right? I was heading to the office for the company that we both worked for. And, um, and you're in New York at the time? I was in Baltimore. Okay, in Baltimore still, so, okay. And she was in Virginia okay. at the time. 
the first per I saw fighter jets going overhead, mm -hmm. right? And um, the first person on my mind to call mm -hmm. was her. It was her. I had to call her. Yeah. I didn't call my mother. I didn't call my father. I didn't call my brother. I didn't call anybody. Yeah. I called her. <laughs> And I said, hey, what are you doing right now? She's like, I'm in the salon. I'm like, I got a room full of people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, leave. Yeah. She was the first person I called. Wow. So amazing. I was actually dating somebody. Oh. <laughs> so you knew. You I was knew dating somebody was at the it. time. Yeah. I didn't call her until like later on. I was like, hey, you okay? <laughs> and it yeah. was unfortunately, <laughs> I was like, but that moment, I knew. Yeah, that's I knew. Amazing. And so, um, what led me to this is that is that her and I got together. Uh, we got married. We lived in Chicago. Okay. At the time, we had our daughter Sydney, mm -hmm. um, who's now fourteen. Um, but uh, she's uh, she's Sydney's a beast too, and um, she's a lacrosse player, a soccer player. She's, she's a badass, and um, she um, she doesn't actually remember Chicago. But <laughs> we moved here because I was actually I was um, asked to come into corporate. Okay. So I worked for corporate mm -hmm. L'Oreal, mm -hmm. and um, worked. I headed up education for a couple of brands some of them globally mm -hmm. and so on like that. So I did a lot of training uh, globally for brands. And like I, I'd go to Asia and talk to them about six different blacks. Yeah. <laughs> and hair color. Yeah. You know, like I'd go to Europe and Europe too and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which was amazing. Yeah. Um, my wife was at the time, she was the, she was, she worked for Ulta. Okay. So she was, I don't know if I can say that. Or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but she was, uh, she worked for Ulta. She was the vice president for salon operations when we were in Chicago. Okay. Wow. We, yeah. Wow. She said she's a Yeah. Beast. You told I me said, she's, she's smart. Beast. My goodness. <laughs> oh, that's not even the end of it. Yeah. So we moved here and then we moved to Boston. Okay. And the reason why we moved to Boston is because she had a job opportunity where she was the um, CEO for Desange Corporate. Wow. Desange owns Fantastic Sam's. Mm -hmm. They own all these different brands of companies. Wow. So she was the boss for 1,500 salons. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah, no. How long did she do that? She did that for a couple of years. And this was after Sydney was born. So yeah. she's mom yeah. also. So she yeah. was doing all of that. And yeah. you're traveling and, and working yeah. well, and stuff from there? The, or? the first year, she she did it, went by, by herself. So mm -hmm. I was a, like kind of at home dad. Mm -hmm. Or not at home. I still traveled, but um, I was at home with Sydney. Yeah. So her and I were here in New York mm -hmm. for... The first year only. Wow. Yeah. That's so when there's so people cool. say that they're like single parents, I'm like, yeah. Hats off to you. Yes. Because I get it. Yeah. I did it for a year and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so what were you, where, what were you doing at that time? Like for that year you're with Sydney, are you doing hair still? Yeah. Like you're still doing hair? Yeah, and, I, was okay. at, I was working in a salon in Brooklyn okay. and, um, and so on. But then it was like, you know, she finished that job basically. Mm -hmm. She was like, it was like, I finished Netflix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that. Yeah. She was like, what else do you want to do? I was like, come home. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, do you want to go to Baltimore? Or do you want to stay in Brooklyn? Mm -hmm. And I said, let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's do our own deal. So we did. And what? that's le what led us to opening our own salons. Yeah. What is it about Brooklyn? What is it that Man. you like that draws you to it? <sighs> come on. It, bro, have you been? I haven't. We're going now. When you, we're going to your when, salon. Yes, like we gotta please. go. Like now, like please. we're going. <laughs> when you touch it, you're coming too. Yes. When you guys when you guys touch it, yeah. it's a vibe. Is it? It is such a vibe. It's not this. It's not this. It's not yeah. New York. It's yeah. not we call it the city. Mm-hmm. Manhattan's the city. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is just homey. Okay. And there's so, something neighborhoody about it. Okay. And that that has this vibe and feel mm -hmm. that, but it's electric. Mm -hmm. It's so pulsing. Yeah. And it's so fun. Yeah. And there's you will see absolutely everybody in the world. Everybody in the world. You'll meet people from Bangladesh. That's You'll awesome. You'll meet from Asia, from China, from Korea to England, to Ireland, to, you'll meet people. Okay. They will, they, you'll meet the world in yeah. Brooklyn. I yeah. love that. So when you were picking a place for your salon, it was like an easy choice. Like, did it you- It was just what we wanted to do. We're gonna take a quick break from the podcast to hear a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor for this episode is LEAD. LEAD is the first degree designed with beauty professionals in mind. To create future professionals and leaders for this fast-growing industry, Rolfs has partnered with L'Oreal, Arizona State University, and Mesa Community College and is proud to launch the first ever college and university degree designed specifically with beauty professionals. It's time to acknowledge the level of impact beauty professionals have in our lives. Every year, an individual consults with a beauty professional over 48% more than a physician. This is why advancing the accredited education of beauty professionals is our mission. LEAD is shaping the future of beauty by developing the minds and expanding the intellect of beauty professionals who maintain and restore our self-expression and well-being. For more information, visit leadinstitute.degree today. The folks at Access, L'Oreal's online destination for professional education, are ready to kick off the holidays. Because they love cosmetology students so much, they're launching a holiday promotion just for you. It's called Haul for the Holidays, and trust me, it's a haul like no other. And what's even better is that it couldn't be easier to participate. So here's how it works. Starting on November 1st, you will log into L'Oreal Access, complete the Haul for the Holidays learning plan, which has been curated just for students, 
so they can learn about different L'Oreal professional hair care and color brands. And then you'll hop over to L'Oreal's Level Loyalty Reward site and enter to win the ultimate stylist starter kit. 100 students will win the holiday haul containing prizes like a mannequin head, a carbon comb, tint brushes, mixing bowls, super cute capes and aprons, towels, a ton of full-size L'Oreal products, and so much more. Then 10 lucky winners will get all of that plus enough level points to redeem for a nice set of shears or a Dyson hairdryer. Typically, you have to earn points on level by buying L'Oreal products, but with Haul for the Holidays promotion, you have the chance to get them for free. How insane is that? Students will have just until before the end of November to complete it. So make sure you're signed up for both L'Oreal Access and L'Oreal Level Loyalty Rewards Program. More info is on its way, but go ahead and get excited. This is about to be a happy holiday indeed. Now let's get back to the episode. You're very forward thinking and very intentional. Um, well, I'll say that I just met you, but I think that you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> and very intentional. So um, what your salon is today, um, is this what you envisioned it to be? Was the first, did you always think that you would have multiple locations? Did that kind of just happen out of need? What, how did that all pan mm, out? Did you that's always? A, such a great question. Such a great question. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think, I honestly didn't want to own salons. Okay. So that wasn't the plan. That wasn't in the car or that I'm, wasn't in your plan. What's intentional for me is that I wanted a place, a space that my daughter, who's biracial, mm -hmm. could get her hair done. Okay. That's the, yeah, that's your why. That's so crazy. I love Get it. Get her hair done. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. you know, and it was not, it was not the, um, that the point that I want to open a salon and put my name on it and blah, blah, nah, mm -hmm. I'm not that person. Yeah. You know, but what's intentional for me was to have a space that someone who is my daughter Who's, who I love to bit and is biracial can get her hair done mm -hmm. and not feel uncomfortable going into a space and going, can you do my hair? Mm -hmm. Like she should never have to ask that question. Right. When, no one. I was going to say, when did you, I mean, always know that? Like, cause you said it was for your daughter. Like you obviously like you have a sister and you have all like when, was it Sydney that made you be like, I'll do it then? Like, I'll make it, I'll make it happen and I'll create that. Was Sydney, it that? Sydney makes me do everything. <laughs> I know. Girls <laughs> she makes me do, do everything. That. Girls do that. She <laughs> makes me do everything. She makes me be a better person. She makes me be a better dad. She makes me just be better. Yeah. You know, all in the things that, that we talk about and discuss and, and, and share with each other. She, She's my therapy. Mm -hmm. She does it for me. She makes yeah. me, she makes me walk through walls that I never would have done. Mm -hmm. So does she think you're really cool? Like, I, I mean, so. she's 14. So I feel like nobody <laughs> thinks their parents are cool at 14, but does she think it's uh, cool that like that do her friends <coughs> come to the salon? Like do her, like, does she come in and get her hair done oh, yeah. still? Like, do you yeah. do her hair or do you let other, yeah. like, are other people allowed to do her hair? I, I, I'm the only person that cuts her hair. Okay, got it. <laughs> Other people are allowed to style her hair. Okay. <laughs> but I'm the only one that cuts it. But she can she can get her color done, her little 
you know, things and yeah. little green bits and blue bits and <laughs> stuff that she wants. And, and people want to do that. And I'm like, that's cool. Um, but when it comes to like cutting her hair, it's me. It's yeah. dad. And only. That's yeah. so cool. Uh, but she, uh, she's, she, um, I think, I hope, she said, she told me I was the cool dad at her school. Oh, stop. She That's told like me the I was nicest the cool thing dad she's ever going to say to you. Yeah. Uh, ever. ever. <laughs> no, like, never. Ever. Like, you've got to, like, be like, wait, what did you say? Like, yeah, I was like, like, can we do it again? Do one it again. More time. Do it again. Yeah, she's like, you're, she's like, dad, you're like, she's like, everybody thinks you're the cool dad, the coolest Stop. dad ever. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, whoops. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I am. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's how I leave it. I'm like, Shit. I gotta that keep up with that. So awesome! I love yeah, that. She's like, she's 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 so cool, and like she she has friends that are boys and girls and and so on, and and they're always on the phone. They always Facetime. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they do. Yeah. And so when they Facetime, and I'm always like, hey. Kiddo, what's up? And she's like, oh, I'm talking to Trey. I'm talking to Michael. I'm talking to talking to uh, Care. I'm like, give me the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what up? And they're like, hey, Mr. King. Aww. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm like, what to do? What you guys going on? What you cracking? You know, so and we have like just this exchange and it's all good. You know, That's it's awesome. all good. That's great. That's so cool. Um, so you're still on. Um, tell me a little bit about the stylist that you have, yeah, sure. um, products, like what you're doing, yeah. what, what's happening in the salon right well, now. So the salon is, is buzzing mm-hmm. right now. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. We, um, you know, this pause, this pandemic pause has been tough on a lot of us. Mm-hmm. You know, it really has. But I have to tell you, um, um, it was, I was, I was afraid. I was like really scared that we were, are we going to be able to stay open? Mm-hmm. So we have two locations and one of them is by the Barclay Center in Brooklyn. And one of them is by like a, a really cool uh, art institu- institute called Pratt. Mm. Um, so, and that's our first one, first location. And you know what? I have to tell you, the, the stylist, the team those guys went to the mat. They went to the mat for us. And that's why we're still open. Mm-hmm. They, they, they hustled. They, they, they got themselves ready and they did it. And um, I, don't, I, don't, I can't thank them enough. You know, these people are, are, are solid. These are people that are ready to work, ready to go. You know, if they're, if they're people that are just want to do this for fun, I'll give them like, Look, there's 18,000 salons in New York. Mm-hmm. I have two of them. And I'll tell you what, you can go to those other 17,998 mm-hmm. and have fun. Yeah. And do whatever. I'm in the business of making you profitable mm-hmm. and making you successful and knowledgeable yeah. about hair. And, um, you know, that's it. If you don't want that, Go somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, but we, we, we do it. And my wife, like I said, she's no joke. So uh, I'll give you all the technical stuff mm-hmm. I can in my body, in my mm-hmm. being. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been really, really good. We, um, we've um, been over, we've been, over, we've been doing a million dollars every year. Uh, over a million dollars, actually. Okay. Year, yeah. For the last four. 
Wow. For the last four? Through COVID. <laughs> wow. What do you like attribute that to? Like what, why do you think, um, what do you think that is? Um, the people, you know, we, we know what we do and we do it to do it. Yeah. You know, we, we, we definitely like, we get down, our, our salon's called Hair & Co. Mm -hmm. BKLYN. So BKLYN is where we are. That's the abbreviation mm -hmm. for Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. But we do hair and that's it, you know? So the CO, everybody thinks it's for companies, uh, but it actually it's for our values. So our values are collaboration, community, commitment. And commitment, it means that we commit to our clients, every single person and our team, every person that walks through that threshold, you are 10. That's mm -hmm. our commitment. Um, confidence. So we do probably two times more training than most salons in the, in the industry, mm -hmm. in the country. Like we're always training. We're always giving them stuff. So they, there's no question if they are like, they got it, they got it. Mm -hmm. They got it. They're awesome. Um, and then communication. Like we want to talk. Like open, open door, open book. Whatever, you know, if you, there's something on your mind, say it. It's all good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's, it's not like, oh, the boss says, Argh. it's not how we roll. So, um, so that's how it's, it's all about hair. It's all about community. We had salons that used to be next to us. Like, look, when you go into a salon in this industry, there are, there's two things that you always can see that are segregated. Churches, hair salons. Huh? Like you go in a black church, you know you're in a black church. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You go in a black salon, you know you're in a black salon. Yeah. You in a white salon. It's, and we didn't, I didn't want that. Yeah. We did not want that. We wanted people to go, I'm welcome. Mm -hmm. Right? And we do everybody's hair. That's why the name is hair. It's just hair. We just do hair. Yeah. Well, I think that that's so special. I think you have a very, I've talked to a lot of salon owners um, and you have a very different perspective. And I think it's a, it's a perspective that I think a lot of people want to claim that they have. Right. And you know, when you're hired, it's a lot, you know, I talked to you school. So I'm, I'm, I'm in it. So it's a lot of like, Oh, we're community and your family and you're this, but I think it seems like you're living that, you know, yeah. like it's, that's what it's about. And that doesn't get lost when you've been there a month and you uh, know, the new shiny wears off. Like nah. that's what it is. Yeah. Thanksgiving dinners it's with awesome. people. We have Christmas dinners, you know, we do birthday celebrate. We do all that stuff because we want people to know that they are home. Yeah. And they're in a place that, that is for them. Yeah. You know, yes, we've had some people check out. Yeah as all businesses do Absolutely. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, it means that we're just weeding, we're getting to a place where it's really about those finite people yeah. that are really awesome. Let me talk to you about your hiring process of who sure. can come in, who, 
who joins the family, who gets to come in, how, to come in. what questions are you asking in interviews that might be different than, I mean, I'm sure the normal questions are asked, but yeah. are you asking different questions? Because I mean, like you said, you've got to make sure they're in it for the right reasons and yeah. they're in it for the long haul. So what are you asking? That's maybe a little different. Yeah. What's funny is I had somebody, by the way, if, there, if there's anybody in beauty school that's actually going to interview mm -hmm. and they say, oh, well, I'm going to be here for about five years and I'm going to open my own salon. That's the worst thing ever. <laughs> That's not okay. And I'm like, really? Oh, so you want me to train you up and then you're going to leave and possibly try to get some marketing? No. So, so that's uh, a red flag for that's you. That's a red flag. <laughs> that is a red flag and a yeah. horn. Yeah. I'm like, mm -mm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've, Geez, I've had people say the wildest things in interviews, mm -hmm. um, and uh, only only one time, only one time, Allison and I were interviewing somebody, and um, this person said something along that line. So they're like, you know what? I I, I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm a master. <laughs> like. <laughs> Wait, they're oh, like but they said they profess to be a master and I'm a martial artist. Mm. Okay. By love. Okay. Right. I've been training in martial arts since I was six years old in several different styles. I have seven different black belts and so on, blah, blah, blah. Guys, he can fight you. Okay. Is what he's saying. All right. <laughs> you guys, he can fight you. <laughs> I they won't. all looked up. I looked over at them and all of them were just staring I won't. at you. I won't. I'm a lover. I'm a lover. I'm a fighter, but I'm a okay? lover. Uh, I'm a lover. Um, and I know that by creed, you have to do something for 10,000 hours. One thing to be a master at it. Mm -hmm. Then you do something else for 10,000 hours. When someone tells me I'm a master stylist, mm -hmm. cool. I'm not. I've been doing this for 30 years. I still do not believe I'm a master stylist. Mm -hmm. But when people tell me that and they walk in, they say, I'm a master. I'm like, oh, cool. And they're like, I'm like, so tell me, do you do this? Like, mm -hmm. I ask them technical questions like, do you do a silk press? No. Do you do a, um, do you do fades? Do you, can you do a relaxer? Can you do a blowout? Can you do a balayage? Can you do highlights? And they go, well. <laughs> You're like, got you. <laughs> well, I'm like, and Allison will be sitting right where you are right now. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, one time I just stood up and left. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. I love that because like what you're else? wasting my time. Yeah. Wow. It's like you're wasting my time. Allison finishing. <laughs> was she like, what what are you doing? Like you can't like was nah, she Yeah, she yeah. was she was like, Are you you're leaving? I'm like, Yep, I'm done. <laughs> wow. And they, this was a person that um I believe did not have their their head on straight. Mm-hmm. Because they were not right. They were they they said things in a way that was demeaning to the LGBTQ plus community. And I won't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I won't have that. I was like, uh-uh. No. And I was like, 
Okay. Yeah. I stood up, rolled, and Allison's like, uh. <laughs> and so she finished. But yeah. some of the questions that I ask people are, talk to me about what you love to do. Like, what is it that makes you happy in behind the chair? I want to understand that. Yeah. Right? What are the things that are fearful on the flip side, mm-hmm. if you will, so that I understand how do we train you, right? We ask them to do a quick assessment. Um, I always want that assessment because they rate it. They, one to five. How are you at shampooing? And they'll go, I'm a five. Great. How are you at um, blow drying? I'm a four. Fantastic. How are you at men's barbering? Like barbering hair. Mm -hmm. Or really short clipper work. Because guys and girls do clipper work too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what? It, how are you at clipper work? Uh, two. So then I know where how to specifically train that person to be better, be better at what they do. But I really like that you do that because I think that that self reflection um, is important. And I think when you're coming out of beauty school, so even yes. if somebody's not coming to you like that has experience or in the salon, like somebody's coming to you out of beauty school, they have completed their 15, well, in Tennessee, 1500 hours. Same, and 15. they're like big, they think they know it, right? Because they're the seniors. And so yeah. they're the ones that have, they figured it out, right? And I think, not that we want to like knock them down or anything, but I think that self-reflection no. is good. Of like, yes. where do you still need work? And it's it's always, it's funny, the things that you listed are exactly how I guessed oh, our students list. would feel, you know? And I think that those questions are important because they haven't done that in a while. You Like they're nervous right. for the first little bit of beauty school and you take your first client and that's terrifying yeah. and all that stuff, right? But they haven't, they haven't had that feeling in a little yeah, bit. What's important is for them to be honest. Yeah, exactly. You know, because if the salon, I mean, my salon or any other salon, if they do that assessment or do something like that, it means that they care. Right. It means that they want to fuel them mm-hmm. and want to support them. If they don't, that means they want to basically like wash you over with what they do. Right. Yeah. And when you, that happens, you'll do only what they do. Yeah. I want people to do everything. Yeah. You know, like I said, hair, mm-hmm. hair and co. You know, I want them to do everything. Yeah. But I got to have a starting base, mm-hmm. which it means like, what are you great at? And if you're great at something, fantastic. Let's fucking rock. Let's yeah. Go. Let's yeah. get you great at that. Mm-hmm. If you're not, let's help you get great at that. Yeah. You definitely. Know? So that you feel confident mm-hmm. when people, somebody sits in front of you and you're like, hey, yeah. That's right. It's really cool. I really like that you do that. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I, think I think that it's, that's important. It's worked out for us. It, it yeah. is important. Because, and the only reason why I say that, because I didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the first salon I worked in. Somebody say, what are you good at? Mm-hmm. What aren't you good at? Mm-hmm. And help me get better at the stuff. My first haircut took me an hour and 40 minutes. Wow. What do you pay for that now? Today? <laughs> Can you imagine if cool, somebody sat cool. down in your chair and it took an hour and 40 minutes? Nobody's paying for that. No. So my first haircut was this woman, and she was, her name was Donna. Donna was so, I, she was so kind to me. She was so patient. She allowed me to do her hair, and I did her hair, and I finished it, 
And it was the one haircut I never learned in school. Mm, it always happens that way. Always happens that There's way. There's like, like four or five, whatever that you learn. Right. But that was the one I didn't learn. Right. And you know what? I the One thing that I absolutely adore about Redken and being an artist for Redken is that they don't, they don't teach, we don't teach you haircuts. We teach you hair cutting. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's something that like we not a lot of people cutting. think about. Yeah. How to cut hair. Mm -hmm. And what I learned from Redken was so much more than just a haircut, mm -hmm. you know? And um, luckily enough, like when I started back in 1996, oh my God, I know that sounds really far away. Don't wait, you're reborn. Yeah, oh. see, I know. They're babies. I know, sorry to make you do that, but I just needed to know. He was 98? 98? No, it's terrible. Bro. They just remind me all the time about how old I am. And like, no. I'll be doing stuff on my phone and he's like, oh, like he like, I'm like, sorry that I do it this way, Dalton. Like, I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> like, I've lived, all right? Yeah, we do this, this is how we do it. <laughs> so I was like, I, I started, I came to the Redkin Exchange in 1996 and took a class called Cut No Why or back then it was called principal base design. And I, it was four day program, intensive cutting. And it was with Sam Villa and Chris Barron. Wow. That's a, wow. My, yeah. My mentors. <laughs> yeah. And I absolutely, I went, I mean, I was in New York, but I went to my hotel room and I studied every night. I still have my book. I still have my workbook from so that class. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I I'd cherish love to see it. That. Yeah. And it's torn up. It's a bit, it's all over the place. It's folded and ah, marked yeah. up and whatever. Um, but um, I have that book still. And I studied and I studied and I studied. Every day I went back to the room and studied. And um, I realized then it wasn't haircuts, it was haircutting. Yeah. Um, and that's what changed for me. Mm -hmm. It changed my career. Mm -hmm. It changed my life. I would not be able to own three houses, several cars, put my daughter through a private school that cost more than Harvard mm -hmm. if I didn't have this. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing that a lot of people just really... I mean, I think you're just, I don't know. I feel like you're such a unicorn, but I do think that, um, I do think that a lot of people don't realize the life that you can have doing this. And yeah. there's so many people that aren't encouraged. And I mean, I'm just going back to like your parent, your dad, not complaining about what he's doing and being positive to show you yeah. like a light of yeah. this, because you could have gone any direction yeah. and you could have done any anything. Um, and like to have that, to be the life that you have and to have the things that you have. I think it's, I think it's so wonderful. And I think it, I it just all blessed. circles back to that, you know, yeah. um, I have one last question for you. Um, and it's going to be my most important question. Um, what advice do you have for, um, beauty school students for Ooh. young stylists? Wow. Um, what tips can you give them? And I mean, you know where they're at right now yeah. and you know, kind of some of the struggles that they're facing and you know, the things that they don't even know they're going to face, <laughs> you know, down the road. Um, what advice do you have for them? Wow. Um, what was it? Kendrick Lamar. He was like, be humble. 
Yes. Sit down. <laughs> Be humble. <laughs> Sit down. Back. Be humble. Sit down. Learn. Listen. You know, there's so much to do in this industry. There's so much to do. Um, that, that, I mean, the possibilities are absolutely endless. You know, you can be in education. You can be a salon owner. You can be in sales eventually. You can, you can do a, a ton of things. Um, there's so many more than, you know, than I can list. Mm -hmm. What's most important is that you listen. That you, when you, when you leave beauty school, the job of school is to, is to teach, right? It's not to own, it's teach. So when you leave beauty school, that means that you learned and you have a, an inf you have information, get your test done, mm -hmm. get, get licensed. Yeah. After that, that's when learning really starts, mm -hmm. right? And I would say, if you really want to be successful in this industry, get your hands into every type and texture of hair possible. Mm -hmm. Yes. Don't get stuck on one, because mm -hmm. you will you will be only you'll be pigeonholed. Mm -hmm. You'll be stuck. I think people need to choose beauty schools based on that. Also, yeah. I think it's an important question to ask when you're yeah. visiting beauty schools. When you're going in, ask it those is. questions. Make sure you're going to be it taught. Is. Make sure you're getting all mannequins. <laughs> like, make sure you're getting all. I mean, that's you know, yeah. again, way behind. It shouldn't have been. Like, whatever we're there and it's like we're it's there. good that we're we here. got there but it yeah, uh but you've got to ask those questions now and yeah. when you're choosing beauty schools those are the questions that you yeah. that you need to ask absolutely when you choose a beauty school you want to ask them are you going to teach me about highly textured hair mm -hmm. and the flip side are you going to teach me about really straight hair mm -hmm. yeah are you going to teach me how to do highlights yeah are you going to teach me how to do a press and curl mm -hmm. are you going to teach me how to do a silk press if they say, well, we do this, but not that, don't go to that school. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to learn everything. Mm -hmm. You've got to learn all the fabrics that hair has. Yeah. And if you don't, um, unfortunately, you're going to cut yourself short. Yeah. You know? So to me, um, one of the best pieces of advice that I can have for people is get your license first. Graduate. Find a school that's, well, find a school that's going to teach you as much as you can mm -hmm. learn. Um, get your license and then apprentice, you know, go to salons that are possibly the, the hair that you have mm -hmm. and the salons that the hair that you don't have, mm -hmm. you know, so you can understand it. And that's what's going to take you further. You'll, you'll learn so much more um, by touching things that you that you aren't familiar with, mm -hmm. you know, and then, and learn the color game, yeah. learn how to, um, how to, um, you know, haircutting is my passion, but it's, it's also coming back around, mm -hmm. you know, it's shaping and shags and so on and so on and mm -hmm. uh, are, are so in the forefront right now. Um, so you have to know how to cut hair, yeah. you know, and style hair. Um, gosh, I could go for it. Yeah. <laughs> about what to share with somebody that's been beauty school, you know, because there's so much. But it's um, to me, it's like keep learning, mm -hmm. you know, really, truly keep learning and and find a mentor. 
Yeah. Find a mentor that's going to help you grow mm -hmm. because that's somebody that's um, going to help you continue to move forward and forward and forward. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. I think uh, you're, you can you just me. like say like officially the only person that has ever made me calm? Like I think like in the history of the world, the only person that has ever made really? me calm. I'm a psychopath. Like I am <laughs> hyper. Like I am the most hyper person. Like I usually like scare people <laughs> when I meet them. I'm all like, hi, like I'm so excited. Um, you calmed me down and made me feel very comfortable. Oh, so I love this. I feel like it thank was you. to get the, the, answers that we need to hear and thank you so much for sharing so where can we follow you um you can follow me uh, a few different places um instagram is um my name shannon william king uh my hair salons are um hair a n d c o b k l y n spelled out so hair and co b k y n um and um yeah, I mean, Facebook, Shannon King. Awesome. Same thing. Uh, but most importantly, if you really want some business stuff, mm -hmm. follow my wife. Okay. Awesome. What's her, She's what's her handle? She's a kill. <laughs> Hers is Allison Hurley King. So her name is spelled A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y-K-I-N-G. Awesome. Yeah, she's yeah, we're definitely yeah. going to check it out. She keeps all my creative stuff focused. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, somebody better do it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, ah! You know, yeah. I'm like, wah! For you sure. Know, I just want to be like, yeah! And like, I have like 13 go. ideas. She's like, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, buddy. Let's start with one. Yeah. And then, you know. And she looks, she's like, she's got blonde hair, green eyes. She's Irish. She looks like apple pie, but she's a yeah, killer. She looks like apple pie. Yeah, yeah she's a killer. I love she that. Is. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for <laughs> being here. You. We'll definitely be thank sure to so follow much. you and check My it out. Pleasure. So, thank you guys. Thank you all so much for watching today and thank you to L'Oreal Access and Lead. We are so excited for this partnership and hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it with somebody that you think might like it too. Make sure you follow us at Beauty and Style Network on Instagram and make sure you follow me at Beauty School Bobby on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, ring that bell so that you get notified when the episodes are coming out. Leave a comment down below and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye guys.